Good afternoon. This is KPFK 90.7 FM, Los Angeles. The broadcast with Brad Friedman is coming up next. Stay with us. You're going to love this. Just love it. Oh, you will. You will. Yes, I do. No, it's not right. It's all shut down. Yes, I am stuck in the middle with you, live from Los Angeles, where the most powerful functioning government in the Northern Hemisphere (laughs) has not shut down out here in California. Stuck in the middle with you on the Bradcast, I am Brad Friedman, your friendly citizen, investigative blogger, journalist, troublemaker muckraker am i right eric bowling of fox news and all around swell fellow from bradblog.com live on pacifica radios 90.7 fm in los angeles 98.7 fm in santa barbara 93.7 fm in san diego 99.5 fm in ridgecrest and china lake hope you guys are staying cool out there in the desert And of course, coast to coast and around the globe on kpfk.org, on the Stitcher app, on the TuneIn app, and of course, on the Progressive Voices channel on TuneIn, on Netroots Radio and Liberal Justice Radio, and wherever else you may hear me. Yes, uh, welcome, Mr. Miss America and all the ships at sea. This is your broadcast, and it's another big week for you. The government is shut down. What fun. Oh, but Obamacare is open. Or I should say the Affordable Care Act is open, because if I say Obamacare is open, you'll be against that. But the Affordable Care Act, we love it. Uh, Our phone number this afternoon, and I'm going to try to get to as many calls as I can, because I haven't gotten to to take calls over the past few weeks, is 818-985-5735. That's 818-985-5735. You can also get me on the Twitters at the Brad Blog. I promise I will do my best to try to keep my eye on the Twitters during the show today at the Brad Blog. Um, and we've got a lot coming up. Uh, shutdown madness. I want to hear your thoughts on that. The Obamacare idiocy. I want to hear your calls on that. Uh, and we have some uh, some new information on the missing MSNBC documentary, Politics of Power, uh, by Chris Hayes. It went missing after it first aired, and now we have found it. Uh, so much more on that straight ahead, plus Desi Doyen and the Green News Report and a whole bunch of stuff. First, I want to uh, give a shout out. My thanks to those folks who turned out over the weekend to our screening of Shadows of Liberty that we had downtown, uh, which I hosted along with a panel, a Q&A panel, which included Jean-Philippe Tremblay, the director of the film, Jason Leopold from Al Jazeera, 
Peter Shear uh, from KPFK's Truth Dig Radio, and of course our own Desi Doyen. It was a great panel, great discussion, uh, great film, which, by the way, will be available coming up, I think, in uh, in our fundraiser uh, here at KPFK in the weeks ahead. If you didn't see it, you'll want to. Uh, but uh, because we were running late on Saturday and some technical issues, uh, Skyping in the film director, uh, I, I didn't even get to open it up to the audience for questions and thoughts and comments. So I'd love to hear from you if you happen to come out to the screening. You have any thoughts, any questions, uh, any complaints, 818-985-KPFK is our phone number. Uh, okay, before we get into the um, the heart of our conversation here, uh, the, the shutdown, I'm sorry, the slim down. I've just gotten uh, instructions from Fox News. It's not called a shutdown. It's called a slim down. Yeah, Fox News actually, they're actually changing AP uh, stories, Associated Press stories on their website. Whenever AP calls it a shutdown, Fox News is changing that word to slim down. I'm not kidding. Anyway, we're going to get to that, uh, to Obamacare. Hey, how are those exchanges working out for you? Are you using them? Uh, we'll talk about that in a moment. But first, since last week, uh, I did. I wanted to start the show with some good news because we're always complaining uh, on here on the broadcast, certainly at bradblog.com, uh, all across the Pacifica radio network. It's nothing but complain, complain, complain. So I started with some good news last week, and it was a very popular segment. At least it was popular with uh, G, our board engineer. So uh, it was so popular. I'm going to do it again, and then we'll get to our complaints. First, more good news. Yes, uh, after we went off the air last week, the Iranian president called the American president, Barack Obama, and had a conversation on the telephone for the first time in, what is it, 34 years? First time since 1979. That's good news. People are talking the return of diplomacy. It's breaking out all over. Of course, it's uh, breaking out in the U.N. Security Council, where they agreed on a, uh, a peaceful measure to disarm Syria of all of their chemical weapons, something that uh, the Obama administration, John Kerry, said could not be done, could never be done. We must bomb them instead. Well, it turns out it could be done. Uh, what do you know? So there's some good news as diplomacy continues to break out. Uh, New Jersey judge. This is great news, actually. A New, Jer a New Jersey judge has ordered marriage equality to begin in New Jersey. Yes, equality for all. Uh, this is, of course, and it's going to begin October 21, by the way. The judge said that uh, she could find uh, nothing in the New Jersey Constitution that allowed for the unequal rights to be applied that the, uh, the state currently is dealing with, with civil unions, that after the state legislature had passed a bill uh, for same-sex marriage, marriage equality, that was vetoed by Chris Christie, the ambitious governor. But now a judge has uh, tossed that out and said, yes, uh, marriage for all in New Jersey. Of course, Christie, who is running for president already in 2016, he's trying to figure out what the hell to do. Um, he's in a Democratic-leaning uh, state. He doesn't want to seem too much of a right-winger. So he's appealing this decision, sort of, kind of. 
He would like to go straight to the uh, New Jersey Supreme Court, which, by the way, proponents of marriage equality in New Jersey agree with. They'd love to go straight to the New, uh, New Jersey Supreme Court. And that's where this case is headed. If the uh, judge's decision is not overturned, as I say, uh, same-sex marriages will begin in uh, October, October 21 in New Jersey. And by the way, they will be beginning everywhere else very soon thereafter. Yes, I'm talking to you people in Utah, in Alabama, in Oklahoma, in Kansas, in Texas, in Georgia, in Mississippi, in Florida. Get used to it. Yeah, you're going to have to allow uh, everybody to have equal rights. Sorry about that. There's some good news. Here's some more good news. Uh, The Department of Justice is suing North Carolina. They're suing uh, North Carolina for their draconian voter suppression law that was put in place uh, a few months ago. The most suppressive voting restrictions in the nation since the Jim Crow era and the Department of Justice is jumping in, suing the state. There's already a couple of lawsuits against the state to uh, turn back this, uh, you know, undoing of early voting, uh, undoing of same day voter registration, uh, same day as elections, uh, un- uh, implementing polling place photo ID restrictions, all to keep people from voting, uh, certain people from voting anyway certain colors of people from voting anyway. uh, So this, you know, it's completely uh, racially discriminatory. What's that part is obvious. The question is, did the legislators know before they passed these laws that they would be discriminating against uh, a certain uh, racial minority? And the answer is yes, because they were given information about how this would all affect Uh, uh, African-American voters in particular out there in North Carolina, and they put these things in place anyway, these restrictions in place anyway. So now Eric Holder and the Department of Justice is uh, suing under the Voting Rights Act Section 2, one of the sections that is still standing, and they are asking the court to require North Carolina to uh, get preclearance from the federal government for any new laws, given their history of discrimination, given that they put these new laws in place, knowing that they would be discriminatory. Uh, and so they want them to have to uh, get preclearance for any and all new election related related laws. Same thing that the Department of Justice, by the way, is asking for in Texas. All of this necessary because the Supreme Court gutted the Voting Rights Act and said we don't need it anymore. They said we don't need it anymore on Tuesday. And on Wednesday, all of these southern states that used to be covered by the Voting Rights Act uh, pre-clearance requirement, all instituted these discriminatory policies. So, yeah, we still need it. And the good news is the Department of Justice is fighting back. Good to see. Uh, finally, more good news. Oh, the healthcare exchanges are now open for business. And, yes, that is very good news indeed. No matter what you think about the uh, the Obamacare I should say the Affordable Care Act. Uh, It's good news that people are going to be able to start getting uh, uh, insurance, people who could not get it before, who could not afford it before. And I should say, uh, uh, Desi Doyen, did you get it? You you actually went 
Uh, you actually went on uh, the exchanges before they opened, the California exchange, before it opened on uh, uh, yesterday, I guess on Tuesday, right? So you went a couple days earlier. H- how did it go before it was open? Um, it actually went very well. Uh, again, I went before the exchanges were open, so I didn't come up across any uh, glitches or anything. I was able to just do a sort of a basic overview, fill out the questions uh, to sort of see what they would recommend as uh, potential plans that I could look at. So what I it was intended, a calculator, right? They yeah, had it's a calculator. They ask you your, your age rates. and stuff yeah. like that, and then they uh, sort of make some suggested plans. And then you know, if I'd had time and wanted to take the time at that point, I could have gone through and compared plan to plan that was available, and then compared compared it to, uh, you know, other options in the marketplace. But I haven't done that. So, you know, knowing that there are glitches right now, I'm going to wait a little while. But um, we do know, though, that if you need to have your insurance on the California, uh, California, what's it called? On Covered California dot com dot gov. I'll look it up. Dot something. Yeah. Col- but you, if you-, go, you go to healthcare dot gov and, and that'll send you to the right uh uh, either state exchange for where you live or the federal exchange if you happen to live in a wingnut state where they wouldn't uh, set up their own exchanges. Yeah. So the deadline, though, if you want that insurance to begin January 1st, you have a deadline of up until December 15th online to to go through all the process of, of filling out the application, comparing any plans that they suggest for you so you can select which one you want. So December 15th is your deadline for uh, health insurance to start on January, on January 1st. Okay. So I went last night. When everybody started complaining that, oh, there was, well, I shouldn't say everybody, but, you know, the Fox News, it's a disaster. You can't log on. First off, you know, they hate these, uh, they hate this law, but they're complaining that people can't take advantage of it. That makes sense. Uh, so anyway, I, I, w- I went on last night. Uh, I, I checked uh, rates for I- insurance uh, plans, for new insurance plans out here in California. And, uh, they well, first, they were right as far as it was slow. It was a little bit sluggish. Not all the way through, but at certain points it was very sluggish. But what I was able to find was that just about Actually, I don't even want to say just about. I want to say every single plan that I saw that I was presented with would have saved me money, will save me money. I suspect I will switch my insurance. I've got uh, health insurance now. But if I can save $100, if I can save $200 a month, guess what? I'm switching. And I looked at uh, every single plan on there. The most expensive plan would have been about $100 cheaper for me than what I'm paying now. Yeah, so individually purchased plans for yeah. folks on the individual market, those costs are generally higher. And I have read some information that, that says, you know, you really need to compare plans based on, you know, what you have now or the plans that are, all, you know, against the plans that are being offered. But also, if you're already using employer-based insurance where your employer pays the majority of the cost, the Obamacare may not be a better deal for you. So you really do have to look at your own individual situation uh, your own individual policy that you may or may not have now, and compare but, that. But you know, I, I need to uh, I, I need to combat some of the disinformation, and there's a lot of disinformation yes, out there. there. If you're listening to right wingers right now on uh, not just Fox but on CNN, and occasionally they'll show up on MSNBC and elsewhere, telling you that Obamacare is an abomination, and they're you know it's a government takeover of health care. No, it's not. Uh, you're going to lose your health care. No, you won't. The fact of the matter is if you already have health care coverage and you're satisfied with it, guess what? Good news. You don't have to do a thing. You don't have to do a thing other than enjoy the additional benefits that you will get thanks to the Affordable Care Act. 
And as I say, the bill is not perfect. Uh, the bill is far from perfect, as a matter of fact. It shovels a whole bunch of money to private uh, insurance companies who, frankly, I think should be out of business. I think they have no business at all. Uh, you know, making money off of people's illnesses. However, given what we have, given what our choices are at the moment, it's better than what we have now, and you don't even have to use it. So when you're being told that it's going to be the end of the world, that it is tyranny, that we have to shut down the entire federal government because of Obamacare to stop them from robbing us of our health care, please know you are being lied to. If you have insurance that you like, you can keep it and nothing will change for you. Nothing. Don't be conned by these desperate scoundrels on the TV machine and on the Twitters, and they are desperate because they don't think Obamacare is a bad law. They're not trying to stop it because it's a bad law. They're trying to stop it because they're afraid it will be a good law, and they're afraid you will like it. And once it kicks in, and it hasn't even kicked in yet, once it fully kicks in, they know you ain't going to want to give it up. And I ain't going to want to give it up. If I go, uh, if I find a cheaper plan, why would I want to give it up to go back to a more expensive plan? 818-985-5735 is our phone number. 818-985-KPFK. Have you, uh, have you dealt with these exchanges yet? If you have, I'd love to hear from you. How'd it go? Did you, did you get insurance? Did you apply for insurance? Uh, did you have trouble? Uh, and we're going to talk about the shutdown and the reasons for it in a moment. But 818-985-KPFK is our phone number. And let me play one clip. And this will sort of bring us into the shutdown conversation. Uh, one clip from uh, from Crystal Ball is her name on MSNBC. And I don't usually like her because I don't think she's that bright. But in this, in this case, uh, I think she was A, right on the money, and B... Quotes from Rupert Murdoch's Wall Street Journal uh, in, in her little rant here about what the Republicans are up to. This was, uh, this was just yesterday, Crystal Ball on MSNBC. The GOP is saying to young people, when it comes to health insurance, don't take any government help. Don't go to the state or federal government operated insurance exchanges to buy private insurance. Stay away. Stay uninsured. Skip that pap smear. Skip that tetanus shot. Skip that prenatal care. Skip that cholesterol test. And if you die an agonizing and unnecessary death, one that could have been prevented by the health insurance reform that bears the president's name, at least you know you're death will have not been in vain. You will have died to serve the noble and patriotic cause, not of conservatism, but of hurting this president and denying him a victory. In the words of the Wall Street Journal, the GOP is flying a kamikaze mission against this president and Obamacare. They are willing to destroy themselves and their political future. That they would also encourage young people to go uninsured and risk financial catastrophe and death from preventable disease means that they aren't just willing to sacrifice their own careers to hurt this president. They would sacrifice the lives of young people if it helped them score political points. That is not conservative. It is a national disgrace. Republicans, conservatives of conscience, if there was ever a time to take back your party from the forces of anarchy, chaos, insanity, and self-destruction, <laughs> now is that time. 
Now is that time indeed from the forces of uh, chaos, anarchy, and destruction. And make no mistake, that's what it is. That's what's going on right now in Washington, D.C., the Republicans, as uh, as Ernest Canning, our, our legal analyst at Brandblog.com, wrote this week, the Republicans are not trying to uh, destroy Obamacare. They are trying to destroy democracy any way they can, whether it's undermining the vote uh, in states like North Carolina, whether it's shutting the government down entirely for no good reason at all, by the way. There's nothing they are trying to do other than to stop a law that was legally passed and is supported by most of the country. That's it. That's all they're trying to do. And uh, and the country, by the way, is against them shutting down the government, but they're doing it anyway. They are destroying themselves anyway, and they don't care. And what is uh, ironic slash amusing here is the reason that, well, you know what? Let me, I'll come back to the reason. Let me grab some uh, some callers here. Debbie from uh, Koreatown. Hey, Debbie, welcome to the broadcast. What's on your mind? Yes, hi. Uh, well, Democrats and progressives, we never come out on midterms, for midterms elections. And then when the Republicans know we don't have the stomach to play dirty, they get away with murder, such as this crazy insanity of shutting down the government to hold uh, Obamacare hostage. Yeah. Well, it's it, a, yeah, a little too late, you it, know. Is, is it going to work, uh, Debbie? Are they going to uh, either shut down Obamacare in some fashion or are they going to make the Democrats fold here? Or are the American people somehow going to support this scheme or is this going to fail uh, dreadfully, Debbie? Well, uh, I personally believe that if uh, this administration and, and the Democrats and progressives let this thing go on any further with this craziness, I'm packing up and moving and asking for asylum elsewhere. Okay. This is not what I what I busted my behind for. All right, Debbie, you know. don't don't run away. We need we need you here for the good fight. Don't don't go anywhere. We need no. you, Deb. Thanks, Debbie. I appreciate the call. Uh, 818-985-5735. Back to your calls in a second. But, you know, the point that I I started to make here is that Republicans are being hoisted on their own petard. They have spent the last decade uh, gerrymandering, gaming the system, gerrymandering their districts to try to maximize the number of Republicans that they could get into the U.S. House. They've done so. They've done it so well that in 2012, uh, the Republicans lost the majority vote in the U.S. House. A million more votes for Democrats in the U.S. House, yet... The Republicans managed to keep their majority because they've gerrymandered the every single state just about uh, within an inch of its life. What does this mean? That means that the people, the congressmen who are in those gerrymandered districts no longer have any competition. They are far, far right wing, uh, quote unquote, red districts. That's who they're playing to. They're playing to their base. They are in those people in those districts are in no uh, or at least feel they are in no fear of being tossed out. So they are going as far to the right as they possibly can. They've got no competition. And remember, this was set up by the Republican Party, who pretends to love competition, who pretends to say that competition is good for people. Except they've removed all the competition, so these uh, congressmen no longer have any incentive 
to come up with uh, legislation that makes sense, that might appeal to uh, people to their left. All they have to worry about is being challenged from the right. So the very gerrymandering that they put in place is now destroying them as the popularity of the Republican Party plummets. Hoisted on their own petard, and it seems they haven't even noticed yet. Let's go to Kevin in Malibu. Hey, Kevin, welcome to the broadcast. Hi, I got to tell you, the answer to this is follow the money, follow the money. Go on websites, you know, on the web and see the record of who gets what. And you see insurance companies, banks, and oil give to the Tea Party people and fire them up. That's where the money's coming from, and that's why they're little puppets acting the way they do. Well, yeah, that may be, but I'll tell you what, uh, even uh, big businesses are now kind of getting ticked off at the Republicans because they're looking what's going on. They know this uh, shutdown is going to cost the economy a lot of money, and as we're staring down the barrel of another debt ceiling fight just two weeks from now— and the Republicans seem to be uh, saying the same thing, uh, seem to be intransig- intransigent enough that they may even let the U.S. government go into default for the first time ever. The, uh, the Chamber of Commerce and the big banks and all these uh, you know, right-wing corporations are starting to go, uh, yeah, maybe we got a problem here. Maybe we've created well, uh, Frankenstein's monster. The Republican Party is risking getting split in half. Yes, they are. They're they're to which is scary for them. Uh, it 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 should be. They should be scared, and they should be uh, split in half. But you know what? The the so called moderates in, in that party are not speaking out. They're voting along with the wing nuts. I appreciate uh, appreciate the call, Kevin. Thanks a bunch. Uh, let me go to Nina in Santa Ana. Uh, hey, Nina. Welcome to the broadcast. Hi. Hi. I went on, <clears throat> I went on the website for Obamacare. And I already have company health care, and it cost me about 200 a month. But when I looked at the Obamacare Platinum, I would pay 341 But And you would think, oh, well, Nina, your company's saving you money. But what was covered was way more than what my own company was offering. And when I did the math, I came out ahead on Obamacare because... My prescriptions mm-hmm. were like five dollar copayment yeah. versus fifteen dollar. I mean, versus thirty dollar copayment, which is what I have now. Mm-hmm. And since I use a lot of prescriptions, all of a sudden, when I tallied it up month by month, I thought, well, I not only you know come out ahead under this platinum plan, it suits me better. But now I'm stuck with what my company offered me. <laughs> And I have to pay 200 a month plus a lot more in co-pays. And so when I added it all up, Obamacare somehow negotiated a better plan for, and I'm a type 1 diabetic. Right. Yeah, so I'm very, very aware of how much money I spend. I, you know, I think we're going to learn a lot. We're going to hear a lot of those stories. One, one of the things that I wish uh, these sites had, or at least the one I, I used in California, and, you know, they're going to improve them uh, over time. Uh, I would like, you know, they've got these broken down into, uh, what is it, four, essentially four different types of plans, bronze, uh, silver, gold, and platinum. Uh, and I would like to know what plan I currently have, what that would be considered, uh, if it would be considered, you know, silver, gold, platinum, or what, so I could better compare it. Because, you know, I have a plan, but I'm not sure how it compares to the ones I'm being offered uh, via the Affordable Care Act. But well, look at it. Yeah. Look at it this way: 
Your HR director is responsible for deciding which plan to offer your company. Now, this has enlightened me that, oh, my gosh, I mean, and I'm talking like I'm with HealthNet. Mm-hmm. And I'm talking the same HealthNet plan, this was available. Yeah, but but yeah. that was never paraded in front of me in my company because senior management already decided they were going to offer this to the employees. This could change everything. I really appreciate your thoughts on this, Nina. I, and I'm looking <laughs> forward to seeing other people coming back with uh, similar stories about this. Thanks a bunch, Nina. I, I do appreciate the call. Uh, let me go to, uh, let me see, uh, Larry in Malibu. There we go. Hey, Larry, welcome to the broadcast. Hey, thanks for taking my call. Sure, thanks for calling. I just wanted to comment that even some of the most intelligent people that I'm still friends with that are right-wingers have been tricked into this new definition of socialism or tyranny, and neither definition that they think they know is actually (laughs) a definition of the word. Right. And uh, what's happening with the Affordable Care Act is not terribly unlike when California enacted the mandatory auto insurance policy. Mm-hmm. I thought it was a crime at the age of 17 to be forced into auto insurance when it was so expensive for me. But by the time everyone had had insurance for five years, everyone agreed that it was a necessary evil that we keep paying insurance because Murphy's Law states that you will have a car accident eventually. Uh, yeah, of course. And and that's exactly the point here. And even if you don't have insurance when it comes to health insurance, you're already paying for it. So we're already going to be paying, uh, you know, for your health insurance if you don't bother uh, to get any. Uh, thanks, Larry. I appreciate that. Also, uh, Carlos Jimenez over on the Twitters has uh, tweeted to me at the Brad blog and says paying for health care should be like paying for car insurance. It should be mandatory for our own good. Indeed, Uh, we're going to, you know, and and talking about the disinformation, the amount of misinformation out there. Let me let me play this uh, clip before we go to a break and then we'll come back to a lot more of your calls at 818-985-5735. This there's been a number of polls lately. I think the most recent one was from Pew showing that people supported the Affordable Care Act way more than they supported Obamacare. Never mind that they are the same laws. But this is how they have been misinformed by our corporate mainstream media and people like Chuck Todd, who actually said last Sunday that, oh, it's not my job to correct the misinformation when Republicans put it out there. It's the White House's job to get out there and sell their program. No, Chuck Todd. It is your job to inform and educate the electorate. And when there's nonsense put out there, it is your job to correct the nonsense. Yet the nonsense has taken hold, as uh, the uh, Jimmy Kimmel show found out when they went out to ask people if they preferred Obamacare or the Affordable Care Act, which, of course, is the very same thing. Uh, We're talking about health care today. And which plan do you support, Obamacare or the Affordable Care Act? The Affordable Care Act. And what is it about Obamacare that you do not like? Um, I just think that there's a lot of holes in it, and it needs to be revamped. I think it's and you think it hasn't the affordable, been thought out. You think the Affordable Care Act is a better plan than Obamacare? Better, but I'm not happy with that either. What do you agree with, Obamacare or the Affordable Care Act? 
Uh, I'm more sort of towards the Affordable Care Act, um, but I'm, all, I'm also there very sympathetic for people that don't have the ability to uh, have proper medical insurance. So the Affordable Health Care Act is still a better option than yes. Obamacare? Yes. And why do you not agree with the Affordable Care Act? Well, I think it's, it's more, it's, it's not really available for, for all. So the Affordable Care Act is more affordable than Obamacare? It, just the name says it all. Right. <laughs> you would agree with the Affordable Care Act? Absolutely. I, you know, I think it's nice that everyone can afford it, and everyone should be able to afford it, but to force people to pay something and then doctors to make something, limiting their ability to do their job... No, it doesn't! ...is kind of anti-American. Right. So Obamacare is un-American? I think it's kind of un-American to force people. What if they can't afford it? What if the they want more coverage? And the Affordable Care Act is American. I think it's more American because it allows people to make their own choices on what they want and who they want to work with. Do you agree with the Affordable uh, Care Act or Obamacare? The Affordable. And why <laughs> do you prefer the Affordable Care Act over Obamacare? I just don't agree with the whole Obamacare policy thing that's going on. I just don't agree with it. And do you believe that an informed citizenry is essential to a democracy? Yes. So you disagree with Obamacare? Yes, I do. Do you think insurance companies should be able to exclude people with pre-existing conditions? No. Do you agree that young people should be able to stay on their parents' plans until they are 26? They should be able to, yes. Do you agree that companies with 50 or more employees should provide health care? I do. And so by that logic, you would be for the Affordable Care Act? Yes. What plan do you support, Obamacare or the Affordable Care Act? The Affordable Care Act. And why do you support that over Obamacare? I do not like Obamacare. I don't like anything that has to be forced for everybody to buy. This is not good. Do you think Obamacare is socialist? Yes, I do. Do you think the Affordable Care Act is socialist? No. Do you believe that Obamacare will eventually lead to gun prohibition? Yes. yes. Do you know that Obamacare and the Affordable Care Act are the same thing? No, they're not. <laughs> Thanks, you made me look stupid. <laughs> That's what we did. Yeah, well, that was easy, making you look stupid. Actually, I don't think these people are stupid at all. I think the only people that are stupid uh, are the mainstream media jackasses who don't realize they need to inform the electorate. Yes, Obamacare and the Affordable Care Act is the same thing. And yes, all of the things that are in the Affordable Care Act and Obamacare are really, really popular with the people. Don't believe the nonsense that you hear in the media that Obamacare is unpopular. You are being lied to. We're going to take a quick break. Come back. 818-985-5735 is our phone number. Don't get fooled again. This is the Bradcast. I'm Brad Friedman. Stay with us. Presented by the Goethe Institute and the American Cinematheque, the German Currents Festival of German Film runs October 4th through the 7th at the Egyptian, 6712 Hollywood Boulevard. Opening night's Measuring the World is followed by a Saturday double bill of Oh Boy, A Day in the Life of a 20-something College Dropout Going Nowhere Fast, and Beerland, about an American living in Germany where the culture remains a mystery to him. Sunday continues with a lively German-language adaptation of Mark Twain's The Adventures of Huckleberry Finn, 
Chen and a U.S. premier of gold about seven German immigrants who set out in search of gold in the backwoods of British Columbia during the gold rush of 1898. Featuring the best of German cinema along with panels and workshops and family and youth films, a very limited number of tickets have been offered to KPFK Film Club members who are invited to call the front desk for your choice of Saturday, Sunday, or Monday programs. And if you aren't already a Film Club member, please consider joining at kpfk.org. Welcome back, Tough Cookies. This is the Bradcast on KPFK. I'm Brad Friedman from bradblog.com. Back to the phones in a moment. Desi Doyen of the Green News coming up uh, shortly as well. 818-985-KPFK is our number. 818-985-5735. Before I go to the phones, according to the findings from Democratic-leaning public polling, uh, policy polling, this is the group that uh, nailed just about every single state in the presidential election last year, this uh, polling outfit. A large majority of Republicans, 62 percent, said they believe that the Obama administration is, quote, secretly trying to take everyone's guns away. That's 62 percent of Republicans think Obama is secretly trying to take everyone's guns away. <sighs> Back in May, uh, the same company found that 44 percent of Republicans believe that an armed rebellion might be necessary. The poll also showed that 42 percent of Republicans believe that Muslims are secretly implementing, are secretly implementing Sharia law in the U.S. judicial system. And, of course, 21 percent of Republicans believe that the government carries out mass shootings and other terrorist attacks and then blames those actions on others in what are really false flag operations. Okay, there you go. 818-985-KPFK. You can also get me on the Twitters at The Brad Blog. Let me go to uh, Jim, who uh, disagrees with me virulently, it sounds like. Uh, Hey, Jim, welcome to The Bradcast. Hi, Brad. Actually, I don't disagree with you. I actually agree with most of what you're saying. Oh, good. I wanted to correct you. Okay. Yes, so, please do. Here's the thing. It's not Obamacare that's doing this, but insurance companies are sending letters to individuals telling them their plan will no longer be offered as of December 31st, 2013. So they are forcing people to change their plans. Again, it's not the federal government forcing people, but individual people in California are getting these letters, and a lot of them are getting these letters. And why are they? You're, you're an insurance broker, I'm told? I am an insurance broker. What, yeah. Why are these private companies uh, tossing people off of plans? Well, I'll give you what they're telling me, and then I'll give you what I suspect. Okay. What they're telling all of us as brokers is that they don't meet the essential health benefits of the Affordable Care Act. That's what they're saying. That that that, that minimum levels were set that they must meet, and these companies are saying we can't meet them uh, with right. this particular plan. Correct. Correct. And okay. so, because they're they're saying that, they're telling people they must leave their plans. But what I suspect is that these plans were very low priced, and some of them are actually very good. But the usage will go up because if you offer it to one, you have to offer it to all. So they're pulling these plans off the market, and by doing so, they're saying to people, you must leave the plan. And legally, they're allowed to because the 
Department of Insurance right now has no regulation to stop that from happening. And are the plans then that those people who this happens to, that uh, the plans that they will be able to get elsewhere, whether it's you know privately or on the exchange, are the plans as good or are they better? Are they cheaper? Are they uh, more expensive? Um, it depends upon age, and it depends upon whether they qualify for premium assistance. That's mm-hmm. the biggest thing. If they qualify for premium assistance, then they're in great shape. But, for example, there are, I'm not going to name the companies, but there was one company out there that had a, a plan with a $4,500 out-of-pocket maximum, covered everything, including chiropractor and acupuncture. Um, a guy I just recently sold it to, uh, he is 46 years old. He pays $83 a month for that. So... If he doesn't qualify for premium assistance, he's not going to be able to get a plan like that on the exchange for that price. He's going to probably pay about two fifty to three hundred dollars. How, how is he paying? How is that guy paying eighty three dollars for this amazing plan when I'm paying about uh, five or six times uh, uh, th- than that, and for a much less plan, much lesser plan? You didn't have me as a broker. You're right, Jim. All right, Desi, get Jim's number. I need to call him back. I need a new insurance broker. Thanks, man. I appreciate your call. Appreciate uh, very much your call and your input on this. 818-985-KPFK. Mike in uh, Mike in Glendale. Where do I, there we go. Hey, Mike, welcome to the broadcast. Uh, that's not my real name, but um, I, I have two pre-existing conditions. Well, why uh, did you give us that name if it's not your real name, Mike? Uh, because I have two pre-existing conditions. I take Ritalin for ADD, uh-huh. and uh, I take lisinopril for high blood pressure. Uh, I'm 58 years old, um, uh, and I'm an independent contractor. I have a couple of part-time jobs, but right. I have to buy my own insurance. Mm-hmm. So um, right now I have Pacific Care, and that costs me $645 a month. And, you know, it's an okay coverage, but, I, you know, I don't know what it really covers. I've never gotten really badly sick on it. Right. But I went on the exchange, and a, a similar plan that the state of California recommends is called uh, it, it's the Silver Silver 30. And so I paid for 70%, and I paid for 30 And that, that uh, you know, my adjusted gross income is $29,000. So uh, that plan is going to cost me $179 a month. And the uh, government kicks in like uh, 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 roughly an equal amount, I think. Mm-hmm. So uh, even if I got the, the platinum plan, uh, that's only three hundred and forty-five dollars a month, whereas I'm paying six forty-five now. So you're going to save you're, you're going to save a lot of money with the affordable care. A lot of money, absolutely. Right. And, and and not only that, but now there's a maximum that I have to pay out per year, and, yeah. and even on that silver thirty plan. That's fifty two hundred dollars a year. So even if I get sick and need chemo and radiation therapy, yeah. you know, after I hit having paid out of my pocket, you know, my thirty percent copay, five thousand two hundred dollars, then I don't have to pay anything anymore. It's all free after that. I appreciate that. Covered. I appreciate. So it's going to be great for me. It sounds like it will be great for you. Uh, thanks, Mike. I do appreciate uh, your insight there. Uh, 818-985-KPFK. Let me go to uh, Kim in Santa Barbara. Uh, I like to put people who uh, disagree with me up front. Uh, I think Kim does. Hey, Kim, welcome to the uh, the broadcast. Hi. I think you misunderstand. I don't disagree. My husband does. I'm looking for... <laughs> well, put him on, Kim. Where's your husband? <laughs> He'll go incognito at the moment. Okay. Uh, argument last night with the Republican husband 
telling me that Obamacare and Affordable Care both are hugely unpopular in America. I'm looking for a source uh-huh. that supports what you've said a few times in the last few minutes, that it is more popular than the media leads us to believe. Okay, well, here's what... Yeah, here's I, what... I need ammo at this point. I, I hear you. I, I got you. So here's what you need to... Well, first, you had mentioned Obamacare and Affordable Care Act. I think you know this, but I just want to clear up any yeah. misconceptions. They are the same law, just in case Absolutely. anybody turned it on just now and they're hearing this. They are the same law. Obamacare is uh, the nickname I, for it. I appreciate that you're making that blatantly clear. Well, unfortunately, okay. I have to because uh, Chuck Todd... NBC won't. So anyway, exactly. uh, if you look, uh, there's a couple of things, uh, and I don't have the um, sources printed out here at my fingertips, unfortunately, but okay. uh, sort of two separate sets of polls. Uh, one, you'll, you'll be able to easily find polling that goes item by item through all of the things that Obamacare offers. You know, the kids get to stay on until they're uh, uh, 26 in a family, uh, pre-existing conditions, uh, the, the notion that uh, the insurance companies can, you know, have to put, what is it, I think 80 percent of their their money into actual medical care uh, as opposed to into the you know pockets of CEOs. So if you look at polls that ask about each of the individual things in the Affordable Care Act, each of those individual things are wildly popular. So the provisions of the law itself are wildly popular, even with people who are virulently against Obamacare. Also, if you look at the breakdown of the polls, which say, and again, I just don't, I just hadn't have it uh, printed out here in front of me. But if you look at the breakdown of the polls uh, that are something like, you know, 55 percent oppose the Affordable Care Act, 45 percent are in favor of it. If you look at those people who are opposed to it, and this is the number, this is the most insidious number. If you look at the breakdown of it, out of that 55 percent, about 17 or 20 percent of those people are opposed to Obamacare because it doesn't go far enough because they want single payer, uh, a single payer system. So it's not progressive enough for a huge chunk of those people. So if you take the number of the people who support the bill as is and the people right. who think it should go farther then the provisions of Obamacare, which in and of themselves are each very popular, far outweigh those people who are against it. And by the way, those people who are against it are largely against it because they've been lied to about it and they have no clue what's actually in it. Right. And that was the point that I was taking up last night with my husband. It's like they just don't know what they're getting yet. Because they've been lied to. Yeah, they've been told, oh, it's a government takeover of health care. No, it's right. nothing of the... I wish it was, frankly, but, yeah, but, but no, it's not. It's just trying to help people. Okay. Right? Yep. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate the call very much, Kim. Uh, 818-985-5735. Do we have time for a few more callers before Green News? Okay. Let me go to Ob- uh, Emily. I almost said Obama. Let's go to Obama in Redondo Beach. Uh, hey, Emily, welcome to the broadcast. Hi, Brad. Hi, Emily. Um, you know, I was just had a quick comment. Um, I've worked in healthcare for the past several years in emergency medicine, mm-hmm. and um, I kind of had like I've always been 
relatively opposed to government um, involvement in health care. Mm-hmm. But with the Obamacare, and I think that a lot of reasons that most people are opposed to Obamacare is that we really are undereducated on how much we're already spending. Yep. Um, I mean, if you step foot in any emergency department in the entire country, and I've worked in a lot of them, there are the 90-something percent of patients in emergency departments are not ever paying a penny for their bill. Right. And I think that with something like Obamacare, those uninsured, those people who are uninsured now are not going to be using emergency departments for their preventative care. They'll actually be getting preventative care, which is like, you know, a hundredth of the cost. And we'll ha- if we have a healthier society, I think we're going to end up spending a lot more of our taxpayer dollars on rescue you know, rescue and emergency treatment for people who are spending a lot of money on it. Yeah, exactly. You, you might catch the cancer before somebody has to show up in the emergency room collapsing because they have cancer and they had no idea uh, because they had no uh, preventative care uh, years earlier. And yeah, we we are currently paying more uh, for for that. And this, the fact that people don't understand that, that the taxpayer is already paying for that kind of care, and the fact that I hear these right-wingers saying nobody goes without healthcare in this country. You can always go to the emergency room. You know, do, do, uh, do people show up at the emergency room, uh, Emily, since you work there, because they want a, a cancer screening? Because maybe they wonder if they have breast cancer. Maybe they wonder if they have lung cancer, uh, prostate cancer, yeah. something that could be stopped. People, people show up for well child visits and to get their, their sore throats checked, which are things that you could go pay at $5 okay with your physician for if you had even the most basic kind of insurance coverage. I mean, and that's why you're, my insurance is so expensive, because if we get hospitalized, we're paying for 90% of the other patients that don't pay a penny. You yeah. know what I mean? So yep. our insurances can go down if everybody if everybody actually pays for insurance. Thanks for checking in, in Emily. Really appreciate your, uh, your input here. Uh, if you're on the line, hang on. We're going to try to get to as many folks as we can. But let's quickly, let's do some, uh, some green news here. You got that queued up? It's not easy being green. Oh, and by the way, uh, it seems you blend hi, Des. With so hey. many other Be- before we get to the green news, uh, this just in, a, a jury has decided that the uh, concert promoter for Michael Jackson... Uh, is not liable for Michael Jackson's death. That's not green news. No, it's not. The jury let him go, but it's breaking news. That's true. That's right. When uh, news breaks, we break in, even to the green news report. Uh, Desi Doyen, where's my notes? There was something I wanted to ask you about. Oh, yeah, so I got into a big fight with uh, Eric uh, Bowling. The uh, jackass from Fox News, who was once again lying about Arctic ice uh, this week. Uh, it was a fun little Twitter fight. You can find that uh, at bradblog.com. But uh, Chris Hayes, the Chris Hayes documentary, Power of Politics, uh, it aired back in August and then it disappeared. They never put it online. Yeah. We have been asking them at bradblog.com, where is it? Why is it not online? Well, because they put all of their other special documentaries yeah. online for people to see. So it was really weird that this one on energy exactly. and fossil fuels and climate change was not being aired or left or remaining for people to find. Very strange. And we were unable to get any answer from Chris uh, Hayes or MSNBC or his show All In. The good news is the Chris Hayes documentary has now been found. Uh, it has been put on, uh, made available on demand, 
at certain uh, cable and satellite providers, not mine, unfortunately, but uh, a few others. They've made the first 10 minutes of the documentary available online. We have that at bradblog.com. But this lost documentary has now been found, but still no explanation as to why it's not being put uh, on the MSNBC website like all the other documentaries. For anybody else to see, because if you don't yeah. have cable, then you can't see this if you're cable, and also if you don't have the right kind of cable provider. So it's really still very weird to me that they're not letting people see this. Uh, well, maybe it has something to do with the fact that all of their online clips uh, seem to be sponsored by, I don't know, ExxonMobil. The American Natural Gas Association. Exactly right. Yeah, maybe that's part of it. Uh, shall we uh, do some green news and come back for more? Yes. Kick it to you, the latest green news report. Let me repeat this. It does not have to happen. Government shutdown Palooza begins, and it affects a lot of green stuff. Smokey Bear, beware. It's Yosemite National Park's 123rd birthday, but Yosemite's now closed, too. Florida sues Georgia over water. India builds the world's largest solar plant. Plus... BP says the number is about 103 million gallons. The federal government's experts say it's closer to 176 million. BP back in court over Gulf oil disaster. All of those disasters and more straight ahead. From bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyen. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. Maybe I'm just one of the few people. I'm just not, this doesn't impact me mentally, I, I... Oh, Sean Hannity, now you're just trolling to be in our snarky comment section, aren't you? Yep, well done. This is your Green News Report. Okay, Desi Doyen, speaking of trolling, I got into a bit of a Twitter fight yesterday with uh, Fox News dolt Eric Bowling, who called me a D-bag, by the way, because I corrected him. He said on air that Arctic ice was at a record size this year, and of course I corrected him and said, no, actually, it's the sixth lowest all-time on the satellite record. So he called me a D-bag and a troll, and then he blocked me on the Twitter. He blocked you for facts? He blocked me for facts. You can read the exchange between Eric Bowling and myself at bradblog.com. But yes, while Fox may be a fact-free zone, the Green News Report is not. So what facts do you have for us today, Desi Doyen? The Tea Party showdown becomes government shutdown. Putting the American people's hard-earned progress at risk is the height of irresponsibility. The United States federal government officially shut down on October 1st after congressional Republicans failed to extort concessions from the Obama administration. President Obama on Monday listed just a handful of the vital energy and environment services now shut down. NASA will shut down almost entirely. Business owners would see delays in raising capital, seeking infrastructure permits, or rebuilding after Hurricane Sandy. Tourists will find every one of America's national parks and monuments, from Yosemite to the Smithsonian to the Statue of Liberty, immediately closed. Tuesday is Yosemite National Park's 123rd birthday, but national parks are shut down. Yet, oil and gas drilling is not shut down. That continues on public lands. So the oil and gas drilling that is going on inside the national forests and so forth, that continues? Oh, yes. But we can't go see them. Right. Got it. 
also shut down the Environmental Protection Agency and its enforcement of clean water and clean air laws. Well, what do we need clean water and clean air for anyway? NOAA and NASA and their weather predictions also closed, although the National Weather Service does remain open. No cleanup at Superfund sites. No disease monitoring or flu program from the Centers for Disease Control. No coal mine safety inspections. No food safety inspections from the FDA. What do we need food safety inspection for? Let's have a little fair and balance here. Shall we, Sarah Palin? This is a pinprick. It is not the end of the world if there is a partial government shutdown. There you go. Get over it, food hugger. On the good side, oil price futures have dropped on the expectation of an economic slowdown. In other non-shutdown news... You mean the rest of the world doesn't stop because of the government shutdown? That's right. The BP Gulf oil spill trial starts its second phase in New Orleans this week to determine state, local, and federal damages and fines based on the total amount of oil that was released and whether BP acted with gross negligence or just regular negligence (laughs) in compromising safety over speed. So were they really negligent or were they really, really negligent? That's uh, That's the fight here? Yes, plaintiff's lawyers accuse BP of repeatedly lying to officials about the flow rate of oil from the broken well. And oil is still impacting the Gulf, reports the Associated Press. Three years later, damage is still evident. It's shadowing the marsh. It's killing this marsh and the few mangrove trees that are in this area. In U.S. water wars, Florida is suing Georgia over water. Florida is asking the U.S. Supreme Court to stop Georgia from taking too much water from Florida's upstream water supply. But there is some good news. India has announced plans to build the world's largest solar power plant that dwarfs anything constructed in the world so far. It is four times bigger than the 10 largest U.S. solar plants combined. Impossible. Fox News told me solar is just a boutique energy. It'll never go anywhere. For much more on that and the other lies that Fox News tells you on a regular basis, please check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. Don't forget, you can download us anytime via iTunes, Stitcher, or TuneIn Radio. Find us and like us on the Facebook and follow us 24-7 on the Twitters at Green News Report. From Bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. And this has been your Green News Report. It's the end of the world as we know it. It's the end of the world as we know it. It's the end of the world as we know it. It is not the end of the world. And I feel fine. <laughs> oh, good go. old Sarah Palin. Yes, yes, yes. All right. Uh, very quick, as we're running out of time, we won't be able to get back to the callers, I'm sorry to say. I know. There were lots of, of great calls today. Thank you guys so much. Coming up on tomorrow's Green News Report, we have a little bit more detail on the UN climate report that has not been reported in the mainstream media. Oh, that'll be good. I oh, will yeah. look forward to that. Check my, it out. My thanks to you, Desi Doyen, to our board op, uh, G. Coming up on the 4 o'clock report with John Wiener, more on the government shutdown with our friend John Nichols. Stay tuned for that. Uh, until we meet again, you can find me on the Twitters at the Brad Blog and, of course, at bradblog.com. I'm Brad Friedman. This has been your Bradcast. Good night, America.